Smith. You're listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul Abernathy. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Electrician Live. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host. Thanks for joining our show tonight, which we do every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on electricianlive.com or on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash master the NEC. Well, tonight's episode, I'm excited because I have a special guest who uh, is involved in the electrical industry from the engineering level. Uh, He's the inventor of a product that's really revolutionizing the industry when it comes to dealing with the National Electrical Code and, and complicated calculations that are involved in engineering design. He's a professional engineer with the, the, he actually holds a U.S. patent for his Power Calc program. Uh, he's the founder and president of Power Calc, and he has over 30 years of experience in the electrical engineering industry, as well as the engineering consulting industry. He's worked for various amounts of companies throughout the country. He even has his engineering degree from the University of Texas Arlington, which is right here in Texas where Electrician Live is produced. Uh, and he is has a lot of experience working in governmental projects, the private sector, lighting power, distribution, telecommunication, fault current design. So it has a very well-rounded knowledge base when it comes to calculations and engineering design. And he's worked all over the world in Saudi Arabia, United Kingdom, I guess this with United Arab Emirates. He's uh, worked for the defense industry, energy industry. So even, even in the healthcare industry. So... I'm excited to have my guest today, and his name is James Khalil, and he's a professional engineer, and he is the founder and president and inventor of PowerCalc software. James, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excellent. It's a nice introduction. Yeah, we're glad to have you here on the show. We have a lot of electricians, a lot of engineers, a lot of engineering students that listen to our show, so um, hopefully we're going to learn more about uh, this amazing software, and I've had a chance to kind of look through it and then uh, look at some of the, the things, and again, from a guy who's an electrical geek like me and people that listen and know that I'm, uh, I really get geeky when it comes to electrical calculations and the National Electrical Code, um, you've created something that's going to simplify my world. Is that correct? You, you, what is PowerCalc, and what is, it, what is it designed to do for us? Actually, you put it on, on, uh, on the head kind of thing. It, it is to simplify everybody's world. Uh, PowerCalc is, is a patent software uh, program that automates the design of the power distribution system uh, inside the facility, in between the four walls of, of a facility, uh, from the, um, the light switch, if you will, or at the outlet, all the way to the point of connecting with the electrical service all in compliance with the National Electrical Code. The application or the software is in the cloud. There is no download uh, on your PC, so you don't have to worry about uh, using the resources of your PC or uh, even uh, occupying a big part of your memory. Uh, it's really, really very easy. Uh, just three inputs per uh, circuit. Uh, we, we try to make it as easy as, as, as possible. The three inputs uh, that is required for the, the, the app to start the calculation are the load KVA, the load type, and the number of poles, uh, whether it's a single pole, two poles, or three poles for a three-phase system. And that will result in about, uh, about 300 uh, NEC-compliant out, uh, outputs. Uh, that varies from the branch circuit values, the theater value, the electrical service values, and the panel capacity or the and the opacity, the voltage drop for each of the branch circuits uh, for uh, the theater, fault current calculation, and the equipment AIC rating. All of that is all of that is done in a format from the bottom up. So we start again from the circuit, work, work our way uh, all the way to the electrical service. The the calculation uh, is complete, encompasses uh, all the requirements that is required 
from us to include on uh, on on the uh, on the drawings, uh, and that the building official uh, uh, will uh, look at it to make sure that the system is safe uh, and uh, accurate uh, uh, result. The power cut design, the power distribution system uh, in a building, just like QuickBooks is to accounting. Uh, so each of your checks, every uh, every one of your expenses. Uh, has to be logged into the uh, into the system uh, in order for you to have the bigger picture how much money is still left in in, in your account after you make your payment. Uh, so it's the same concept, if you will. We put circuit by circuit into the panel schedule, and we opted to go ahead and, and to, to to use the panel board as our engine for the design because traditionally we do the design by using the calculator. Uh, different application, different spreadsheet, and then we end up putting the results uh, of the circuit and the overcount protection device, the circuit sizes, the conductor sizes, the conduit sizes on the panel schedule anyway. So uh, the idea to go ahead and use the panel board as the engine to, to generate all these calculations uh, may uh, save a lot of time uh, in terms of the design uh, of the power distribution system, which you can save up to our estimate is between 40 to 60 percent of your design time is saved by applying or using this, this application. Well, that, that, uh, that that's James. That sounds that sounds amazing because as a person that's designed systems in the past, um, and, and I've designed some systems where they've had upwards of 100 to 200 different varying components like motors, and I, and I saw on the website where you give an example of a 20 horsepower motor at 480 volts, three phase. And as a designer, just as an example, what, what PowerCalc is doing is that I have to take the, the horsepower and I have to go to the tables in the NEC and convert that and get the full load current in amps. And the next thing you know, I'm calculating conductors, conductor sizes, the overcurrent protective device, uh, conduit size and everything. So in your program, it's as simple as just as simple as three inputs, three three steps that can get me where something that might take me 20 to 30 or even 40 minutes for motor calc to come up with the whole calc, this software can do it in something like 30 seconds. Is that is that what we're talking about? That 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 is correct. Uh, just as a, as a typical circuit, uh, yes, for an electric motor or for the air handling unit or. Uh, uh, an elevator or a, uh, an escalator in a, in, in a facility, uh, you probably have to go through about 12, maybe uh, 10 to 12 uh, steps uh, to do it the standard method or the traditional method. Like you uh, indicated, you have to convert the whole tower into the forward end by going into the NEC. I think it's table was 430, 150, something like that. Uh, and then you have to go ahead and calculate the conductor by getting the, the full load amp. You go ahead and calculate the conductor size, and then you go ahead and find the, the conductor in, in the table. And then you have to find the matching overcount protection device or the fuse, uh, whether it's a fuse or a breaker. Uh, calculate the ground, and then the conduit size, uh, the conduit pipe. Uh, there is a lot of steps that you have to go through. Uh, when we run our tests, we found out that it would take you about yes, 30 to 40 minutes just to come up with the circuit requirements for one single motor. So, yeah, you, if you have a major facility and you have 200 or even 100 of these uh, uh, electric motor uh, equipment, uh, you can imagine how much time it's going to take you. Now, but if you use the application, all you need is three uh, inputs from, from the user which it depends on how fast you can type. You access the application. There is a building equipment worksheet, uh, and you input three uh, inputs, the selected load type, and then the number of poles and the electrical load, whether it's in horsepower or KVA, and it will convert it for you. Find out the uh, full load M in the NEC, and even if you have multiple uh, motors on the same circuit, it will go ahead and run the demand calculations for you and then give you the recommended uh, uh, circuit size uh, in terms of the conductor size, the ground, 
uh, and the conduit, and also the fuse uh, uh, over current protection device, whether it's a fuse or a, a, a circuit breaker. That all happens in less than 30 seconds, and as I said, it depends on how fast you can fight. So it saves a tremendous amount of time, and also it gives you the accurate information, so there's no uh, human error, there is no uh, misselection of the, the numerous tables that you have to take a look at uh, in the NAP. And the good, also the good uh, thing about it, uh, if there is a change in the design, and I'm sure most of our audience, uh, audience uh, people, uh, and you probably are on the same issue, especially with the mechanical system in, in, in the building, one day it's a five horsepower uh, air handling unit, and then tomorrow it's going to be 50 horsepower. Uh, so that also puts an impact on our design time. So if yeah. there is a change, you just, just go uh, to the application, change the whole power, and the system will go ahead and update all related values upstream, downstream, all the way from the short circuit calculations to the equipment AIP, the conductor side, and everything. It will be done in a, almost with a click of a button. Yeah, I think that is, that's the amazing thing that when I think about it is that through the years when I would design a system and things would change, how many engineers and design professionals would actually go back and change their overall scope of their project for something they would just like, oh, that motor changes or this changes? Okay, there's, there's, we're not going to worry about it because they would have to literally go back and redo their calculations and, and re-look right. at it. And, and this is like saying, no, we're going to do it on the fly. This is kind of like the ultimate as-build. I mean, you're, you're actually making changes and it's affecting the system so you can see the changes are being made. This is going to reduce errors. And also, I just can't imagine going back and having to recalculate things out because changes get made and we know inevitably things are going to get changed. Like you said, in the process changes, owners are going to change things. Yeah. And also, you know, changes happen during the design and then changes happen during the construction. So all that is instantly done and it will give you a complete picture of, of, of the change. Absolutely. Uh, awesome. So, so we, we try to go ahead and put all these issues together uh, in, in, into, into the application, and that generated a, an application that has over seven and a half million uh, equations and uh, uh, coding and logic. Uh, so, uh, the so these seven and a half million equations and the fully populated tables, uh, our calc has automated basically the entire, if not most of this, I guess the entire NAC uh, book. Uh, the goal, really, that, that, that I have in mind is uh, to set aside the, the, the NAC uh, book uh, for electricals when they're doing their design and, and calculation, so uh, you really don't have to worry about uh, mistyping something or selecting something wrong uh, that does not apply to, to, to your design. So we apply the engineering equations, physics, uh, and do the calculations. So, uh, and then after that, we we'll go ahead and compare the results of our calculations with the requirement of the NAC and select the appropriate equipment over current production device, conductive conduit, and so forth. Absolutely. That's excellent. Uh, also, uh, bundling all, all, all this together, uh, all these equations together, uh, has uh, really uh, resulted into two. Uh, great things uh, that one is the instant uh, the, the, the instant uh, changes uh, that if you make a change in one motor or one circuit uh, it will go ahead and update the, the system upstream uh, downstream for you and also allows us now to uh, include or the, the included generation of the one line background so as you are doing your uh, design, circuit by circuit, panel by panel, distribution panel by distribution panel, and then MDP, and all the interconnection between all these different components that uh, construct the online, uh, construct the, the power distribution system. In the background, uh, the application is building up the one line diagram for you. Graphically, 
and with the, all the appropriate sizes, the appropriate information of all the panels, all the theaters, all the conduits, all the grounding requirements, and so forth. And also, the the user actually can uh, observe that as it's, it's, it's happening on, 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 on the screen. So you add a panel, you can go ahead and update the online diagram and show you exactly uh, what the, 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 the result. And it also help you in making instant decisions and immediate decisions that when you edit a panel, say, to the west wing of the, uh, uh, the hospital, uh, that kind of overloaded uh, the distribution panel associated with the west wing. So you say, okay, maybe I need to move it somewhere else or get the power from somewhere else, or I need to go ahead and update uh, that particular distribution panel. So it gave you a, an instant decision-making uh, capability uh, that, again, help you in, 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 in coming up with the most economical and the most accurate system uh, to serve that particular load. Uh, so, in summary, really, uh, it's fast, it's easy, uh, and it saves over 40% or at least 40% of your design time. We also have a, uh, I don't know if you noticed that on, on the website or not, powercapfacts.co, uh, we have an uh, energy saving module, we call it the ERASE module, uh, which stands for Energy Reduction and Saving Electricity. Uh, it's basically a module that we uh, manage to apply the theory of resistivity to save on the, uh, the amount of energy being uh, wasted in the conductor. Uh, so again, it gave the, the user the ability to witness and to uh, 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 be able to see if I increase the conductor size here or reduce the conductor size there, what happens in terms of the energy wasted in these particular conductors. Uh, so again, it's a very nice tool. Uh, it's a tedious calculation, so that's why we don't actually do it when we do it the traditional way. Uh, but when we automate it, it's really a, a very uh, nice tool uh, for those who are conscious about uh, saving energy, so so uh, we're optimized. We're cool. optimizing engineering design with with that, that is correct. And awesome. uh, again, in a very minimal time, rather than spending you know days and weeks on it, uh, it's a matter of seconds. You can go ahead and optimize your design. Uh, the, also, the application is, is is good for new construction as well as for existing and renovation. Uh, modification project. Uh, we use it uh, a lot for what we call it mapping the existing facility power distribution system. Uh, and it helps us in two things, uh, even uh, more than two things. But the, the two major things is, one, do I have the capacity uh, to increase and make them increase the, the, the load and add whatever I, I need to add in, in, the, in the modification? And also gave us the ability to identify mistakes that were done during the original design uh, and would not cause because there's a change in the design and you know how sometimes, like you said earlier, uh, we say, yeah, okay, we'll take care of it during during the uh, construction and on, on the as build, but it never actually gets into, into that level. Uh, so it identifies code uh, problems. Uh, code issues, uh, that sort of things. So, in doing all that, me being a, a you know a code guy, NEC guy, I mean, spend many many years, over thirty years, teaching people the NEC and National Electrical Code. So, when we're thinking of PowerCalc and we're simplifying this process, how does PowerCalc actually comply with the NEC? I mean, are these tables? Are these you know, is it a backbone formula that that looks at all these various tables? So that's incorporated because we've talked about it being automatically compliant and making sure everything is National Electrical Code compliant. Can you kind of describe a little bit more in detail about, because again, my listeners understand that we're, we're going to try to always talk about being code compliant or NEC compliant. And if this software is, is, is looking at all those things, um, it seems like there's a lot of work that has been put into making sure that all of these tables, all these values have been input into the PowerCalc software or, or program. So, uh, how does PowerCalc comply with the NEC? Uh, that, that's a very big question, I guess, or a very long uh, 
discussion. But in summary, it's really the database and the fully populated tables. Uh, from uh, we, the, 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 the database consists of all uh, or most of the tables in, in the NEC. Uh, with a little bit of twist, it has a little bit of uh, coding in it uh, to recognize uh, the exceptions or uh, the type of load and all, all these parameters that changes. Uh, some of the the, 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 the values that's in, 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 in the table. Uh, so in summary, it, it is really fully populated tables. You don't have to uh, type anything in, into the database, uh, and it's ready for the user to use, uh, contrary to other applications out there, uh, that really the user uh, usually go ahead and define what is needed for a 20-amp circuit, what is needed for a 30-amp circuit or 40 and 50-amp circuit. Uh, our, our application does not require that. Uh, our application, again, does it in a, in a different way in terms of it does the calculation for you based using the, uh, the engineering equations and, and, and the physics, uh, and then apply these equations Select from the NAC table the value, the appropriate value, uh, based on the results of the calculations. And then the key point here that really, I, when I looked at the NAC, the NAC is constructed in a way that is really very uh, intelligent, I guess, and user friendly. They so we followed the the the, the, the articles in the NAC. Uh, the NAC starts with the branch circuit, two ten, two ten branch circuit. Uh, and then it goes to 215 theater, uh, and then 220, the branch circuit and theater ter and the service con uh, calculations, uh, and then 230, the service, 240, uh, the overcurrent uh, uh, protection, and then it jumps to the 250 and the 310. So the program is put together the seven and a half million equations that we have is to go into that sequence, the same sequence that's in the NAC to make sure that we are really capturing every requirement in the NAC. Uh, so we follow the same uh, format. So we do our calculations, and then we go ahead and from one table to another, select the appropriate information and display it on uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the panel uh, board and the one-line diagram. So say that the user is selecting the conductor. So uh, we build up the database that the conductors uh, come in three different temperatures, 60, 75, and the 90. So based on the input from, from the user, whether it's a 60 or a 75 or a 90 uh, application, the, 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 the software will go ahead and select the conductor uh, AWG or the, the gauge of that particular conductor uh, based on the calculated AM or the full load AM uh, for that particular uh, load. Uh, so, uh, it, and it will display that, that, that information for you. I'll also give you the capability, of the, 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 the application will give, we give the user the capability that if uh, the, the design change that instead of being 60 degrees, you want to 75 uh, degrees, again, go to the application, go to that particular cell uh, and override uh, that calculation and change it from 60 to 75 and everything else will go ahead and uh, update based on that particular uh, change. Uh, I think that people, pro pro people probably, that statement right there, they, they underestimate the ability to be able to do that. And in the real world, if that change takes place, I literally have to go through the calculations again it takes time, and this is simply click, click, put in the information. And I think the thing that I want to convey to the people out there that, 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 that are looking for some, something that's going to simplify their world, I teach a lot of calculations, and I teach it from the very beginning when you learn all the concepts, adjustment and corrections, and, and everything that takes place, that... That is the world of getting exam. That's the world of getting your license. Once you get out there, there is so many. It's different than breaking down the calculations for one circuit 
Whereas you're talking about in a building, there are literally hundreds, if not thousands of potential calculations that we have to do. Uh, and it's great to learn the concept for a lot of my students to, to get their license. But once you get out into the real world and you start putting these buildings together and designing them, there's so much opportunity for error that this software is going to simplify the process and, and do all of that calculations, although it's not simplified. In the background, there's a lot of complicated calculations going on, but this software makes it so easy to be able to make those changes on the fly. Right. And I, I'll give you another example that nine out of 10 probably engineers or designers uh, or electricians uh, not necessarily forget to do it, uh, but it doesn't get done. The When you change the conductor size, you upsize the conductor, uh, say, from number 12 to the number 10 or number 8, uh, due to the voltage drop, excessive voltage drop on the system or on this, this particular circuit, mm -hmm. You are required to upsize the, the ground conductor as well uh, by the same ratio between the ungrounded conductors so that you, you change it from a number 12 to a number 10 or a number 8. Uh, so that ratio of increase needs to be applied also to the ground conductor. And 9 out of 10 of my engineers, they always forget to do that uh, prior to us having the application and, and using the, the, the software. So again, we built up the database as an intelligent database that if something happens, all the other things that are related to it uh, are happening in the background and you don't even know about it and you don't have to, 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 to worry, to, to kind of worry about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. The equipment grounding conductor when you're dealing with the upgrade size and conductor, I see that all the time where they don't, they don't increase the size of the equipment grounding conductor based on a ratio of the increased size of the ungrounded conductors based on voltage drops. So that does it automatically. Uh, and you're right. I, I, as at work, I work, most people know I work for a wire and cable manufacturer and I get these calls yeah. on a daily basis where they just don't know how to do it or think about doing it or just ignore it. And all of a sudden, you've got an equipment grounded conductor that's just undersized. So the fact that this does it automatically in the concept is, is amazing. Yeah, and, and, and again, there's a lot of things that does it automatically for you. The, the lugs on the temperature, uh, the, uh, if it's 100 amp or less uh, circuit, it chooses the, the, the temperature for the 6, the six degree uh, temperature rating for the conductors. If it's over uh, 100, it goes to the, automatically to the 75. And again, you have the capability to go back and change it if you want to as a design engineer or anything that you want to uh, do kind of thing. Uh, the, uh, the conductor opacity, the, uh, go by the table uh, and whether you have three conductors or you have cables or you have uh, conductors in a conduit or in free air, again, it will calculate all that uh, for you. Uh, the classification of, of, of the load, uh, and that's, that's very important. A lot of people, again, do not do that because, again, it's a very tedious calculation. Uh, I have seen a lot of designs from the designer uh, that they don't apply the demand calculation uh, that is given to you uh, as a gift, I guess, by the NEC. To, 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 to reduce you, you, your uh, uh, the, the conductor sizes and the copper amount in, 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 in the building. So uh, we have macros. So for each type of load, we, and remember that's one of the three inputs that I need from you in a circuit. It's a mandatory, if you will. So we can apply the, uh, the, the demand load. I need the loaded ABA, the load type, whether it's lighting, a, a air conditioning, heating, uh, in terms of the environment heating, not the heating in terms of water heating, uh, and then uh, whether it's a receptacle, uh, air conditioning heating, uh, or just a, a garden variety type of a uh, uh, of a load. Uh, by classifying the load by type, that gives the system or the application the capability to apply the NEC demand loads for you with the ability for, again, for the user to override that. One of the, the well-known demand is the first thing 
10 kW of uh, receptacle load uh, is demanded at 100%, and then the remaining at 50% if you're doing a commercial building or 40% if you're doing it uh, re residential. Uh, so again, the system will apply these things for you automatically and take advantage of that to give you, again, a cost-effective uh, uh, system. So there's, there's a slew of, of, of things that are happening in the background uh, that, as humans, we tend to forget about it uh, because we don't do it every day kind of thing. Uh, the, uh, like also the 400 AM uh, overcurrent protection device to protect a number of uh, 500 NPM, uh, which is only rated for 380 AM. Again, that's an exception in the code, so it applies that for you for your own advantage. Uh, also, the groundings, uh, which is a big issue. Uh, the whether it's the uh, uh, applying table 25066 and the other tables 25122, uh, whether it's an equipment ground or an electrical service ground or a separately driven system. Again, the system with the database with the uh, populated uh, tables uh, recognize all that for you automatically uh, and give you the correct uh, results. Okay. So again, in, in, in a nutshell, really, uh, is the, uh, the NAC uh, requirement, it's all in the, in the table and the system become, uh, come to you or using it, uh, it's fully populated with all these uh, requirements. Uh, the uh, things like the quantity of the conductors in the cable and then the, uh, the conduit, uh, the, the derating value, the uh, ambient temperature, uh, the default, as everybody knows, is 30 degrees, but if you're working uh, in, in, in uh, uh, like overseas and that sort of thing, the ambient temperature goes to 55 and 65 degrees of some of the uh, projects that we worked on in Saudi Arabia and the uh, Emirates and Dubai. Uh, I was surprised that we used 55 as the, the, the normal temperature, uh, everyday temperature kind of thing. Uh, the, uh, so that's how we really managed to, 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 to do it uh, and get it to comply with the NAC. And as Users are using it. Uh, we're learning more from them. And all we have to do really is to go back to our database and modify the database or add to the database all these intricate things and exceptions in the NEC and that sort of thing. So, so with, with that said, you know, when you, you kind of transition into kind of my next thing, I would assume now, what can you tell me about how you put together your database? I mean, I would imagine due to all of this, this isn't a, and you probably covered it, but this seems like this must be an extensive database. I'm thinking it's pretty important that this is in the cloud and not running on your local desktop. It seems like an extensive database of information. It, it, it is. Again, the seven and a half million equations uh, and the, 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 the database, uh, it, it is a very big uh, software, if you will. And without, actually, even without the cloud, we will not be able to have that, that intelligent, uh, uh, the what if, if I have this, do this, and if you have this, do that, uh, without really writing a very expensive and a very uh, intensive, I should say, uh, long uh, software, uh, whether it would be the C++ or whatever. But anyways, the, 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 the database, and I touched bases on it uh, earlier, uh, was built together uh, or put together to mimic the layout of the NAC. Uh, so once you input the three uh, inputs that we wanted for each of the circuits, uh, the load KBA, load pipe, and the number of poles, one, two, or three, uh, the system start generating all the required information for this branch circuit, uh, the feeder, following the, uh, the steps of the how the NEC is being put together in these different uh, articles and sections. So as I uh, pointed out earlier, we start with the C10, 
the branch circuit. Uh, so it defined the, the, the branch circuit first, and then multiple branch circuits would define a feeder for me on, 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 on a panel. Uh, the the between the branch circuit and the feeder, uh, now we define the electrical service. Uh, so now we jump to 220, uh, and then uh, I'm sorry, 230 for the service, uh, electrical service. And then after that, we go ahead and uh, uh, do the, the overcurrent protection device uh, on the 240, taking into consideration that it's a resistive load. Uh, so your your full your uh, overcurrent protection device uh, trip and would be set on 125 percent of the, uh, the, the the full load amp. Uh, and but if it's an electric motor, it would be up to the 300 uh, percent. Uh, again, as outlined by the NEC, uh, again, the user has the, the, the opportunity if he doesn't like the 300%, he wants to make it 200, 250, uh, he can go ahead and do that. Uh, also, the database uh, uh, intelligent enough, I guess, to if the uh, remember, we do the calculations uh, mathematically. Uh, and then we go and match it with what is required for, uh, by the NAC in, in, in the table. And then you have the ability to change that if you want to uh, as, a, as a design engineer. But also, if the, 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 the overcurrent protection device does not match the standard sizes, it goes to the next size up. So, again, the system is in version of go ahead and figure that out. It doesn't go to the lower it goes to the next slide up same thing for the the, the conductive side uh, so the uh, by following the steps of the NEC also uh, we made sure that people uh, are following us uh, based on their training you know when, when you are training your your, your uh, students I guess the the, the the next generation of the electricians and the, and, and the designers uh, I'm sure you're walking through the NEC, you know, article by article, uh, section by section, uh, and it's progress from, you know, 220 or 210 all the way to the 310 uh, as outlined in, in, in the NEC. Uh, so we try to really simplify the selection process uh, of all these uh, uh, the NEC tables and to make sure that we are giving you or giving the designer what is required for the project. Nothing is oversized and nothing is undersized. Uh, we also actually included uh, breaker options. Uh, so it would be specified on the panel schedule whether the, you need the AFTI, or the, uh, which is the arc fault, or the ground fault interruption. Uh, again, you can select all these options. So really the panel board will give you a complete specification of your system and your sub items that's in that system from options on the circuit breaker, the type of the uh, conductor, THHN or THWN uh, or just a Romex with no conduit. Uh, so the system is intelligent to recognize all that uh, for you. Uh, also, it would do, as I said earlier, it would do the voltage drop calculations for you. Uh, on each of the branch circuits and the feeder in or the feeders in the power distribution system. So this sounds like an extremely intelligent database. It's always looking at the things that we teach our students, and once they get out there in the real world, working in the world, um, again, we don't get paid to do things twice. We get paid to do it once right. So it seems like this is a great way to reduce those errors and people messing up. And again, I, I get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of calls a week on different design things where engineers call me and ask for assistance. It seems to me like I, could, I just point them to powercalc.co and say, there you go. You can solve your problems by getting this software. But as a designer in my past and working for municipalities, that takes me into the, my next question is, is talking about the one-line diagrams. And, and again, that can be something where many times if I'm doing a calculation on a, on a system and now I'm going to submit it to jurisdictions, I have to recreate this diagram, this design. So 
we talked about it, touched on at the beginning about one-line diagrams and importance of them. Most all jurisdiction around the country, when you get plan submittals, want a one-line diagram, and they want it to be an approach that they can understand it, simplistic format. So how are you introducing your one-line diagram, and how is it kind of generated? Give us kind of a, a scope of what we can expect of a one-line diagram. You know, is it simply schematic-driven, or is it visual? Uh, what What is... What is, how is yours generated? Tell us a little bit more about your one-line diagram. Sure. Uh, let me start by saying that in, in the fall of 2019, we won the Consulting Specifying Engineers Product of the Year uh, Award for the one-line diagram. Uh, and when we actually introduced the one-line diagram uh, in, in the presentations for the consulting engineers and from the uh, electrical contractors, uh, we, we kind of really got some kind of a standing ovation. People really uh, cheered us for, for doing that because it, it is really a very tedious process to go through it and do it at the end of the project. Uh, and remember, uh, again, changes are happening. So you got to the end of the project and you're drafting your one-line diagram and then somebody drops a bombshell on you, hey, I've changed it from five horsepower, the, the, the mechanical equipment to a 50 horsepower, or the tonnage has increased. So that is going to take a lot of time uh, from from you uh, to go ahead and update the the, the, the one line diagram. Bear in mind also that we all, as, as a design team, are marching towards the same deadline. Everybody uh, knows the, the 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 final line or the deadline for the, the project, but when it comes to electrical, everybody has to finish their products, their, their, their design, in order for me to finish my design because they connect to me. So mechanical marching forward, you know, January 1st uh, to finish the project, uh, and I have the same deadline to finish my project, uh, he has to give me the results, say, in... October the prior year, uh, in order for me to go ahead and be able to finish my 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 uh, my, my design, uh, and it is a very tedious process to go and put the one line diagram together because there's a lot of points that need to be connected and and and, and, and drafted uh, and graphically presented in a format that that the building officials or whoever is looking at the uh, at your design and the one line diagram will understand this and follow the power flow from top to down, uh, top down kind of format and check the, uh, that you've done this full calculations and your AIT ratings and all, all, all that stuff. So we managed to put a, I guess, part, a part of our uh, database uh, and, and, and the equations is we constructed, basically we took the drawing and we constructed a matrix. Uh, it's a bunch of uh, four by four inch on the 24 by 36 inches uh, drawing. So uh, I don't want to be telling you some of my secrets here, but uh, <laughs> the only way I can describe it. So there's a, a matrix basically of a four by four inch, and each one of those uh, represents a, a node, an electrical node on the system. Okay. Uh, which is a point of connection between two items. And within that matrix, uh, if, if node one is connected to node two, it will go ahead and draw the line in, in between them. That line will represent, say, the, uh, the conductor uh, or the feeder between these particular two pieces of equipment. Uh, so it will connect them. And then it will go through the database and the panel schedule and identify the conductive size between the, what we call it, I guess, the parent panel and the child panel. Uh, so if I have a lighting panel subset from a distribution panel, the distribution panel becomes the parent and the, uh, the lighting panel becomes the child. Uh, so it will define these two nodes on the grid, if you will. Uh, now, don't get it mixed up with the power grid on the outside. It's, a, it's an internal or inside building uh, power grid, which is a matrix. Uh, and it will just go ahead and just draft these uh, 
uh, lines in between all these E nodes, the electrical nodes. Uh, and then each of these nodes will uh, be identified by the type of the uh, of this, this, that, that equipment. If the equipment is a panel, we'll draw a panel, square uh, or rectangular, and uh, bring the data associated with that particular panel to identify the panel. If it's a motor control, it will actually draw the motor control with all the uh, motor control center buckets uh, that are based on the size of the uh, NEMA starter and that and sort of things, and uh, connect them all together. If you move the panel or you wanted to see this from a different parent, uh, again, all that happens by identifying that I moved from node 1 to node 15, and then I'll go ahead and make the connection between node 2, which is the parent panel, and node 15, which is the, uh, the, 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 the child. Uh, so James, so, so, so this is this is this is literally generating your one line as you're designing and putting in your information into your system. I mean, it's it's live working and generating your one line diagram. That that is that is that is correct. Wow. Uh, and I give you an, an example here, uh, real re, re quick. Uh, we work on a uh, high rise building in uh, in Vegas that has eight hundred condominium uh, so we loaded the information into uh, power calc uh, each unit or one of those 800 units uh, has its own panel and then each a, a group I think it's a group of 40 units on each floor uh, they're associated with a distribution panel on that particular floor and the building is 24 uh, or 22 uh, story high so there is 22 or 24 uh, distribution panels on each of the floors, and then the the children, which is the unit panel, the apartment unit panel, are connected to each one of those uh, uh, distribution, and then the distribution are connected to the uh, busway that goes all the way up, forming the the, the main distribution panel and the, uh, the, the mirror centers and those sort of things. Uh, the design itself took about three months. Okay, uh, but you push the button to generate the one-line diagram because it was so massive that so we did not actually generate the one-line diagram at the same time as we do in the design, so it would not really slow us down. But at the end, we push the button to go ahead and generate the one-line diagram, all it took is 15 minutes. Wow. For 800 units. Uh, so now... If you want to relate that to real time, if you want to generate the online diagram from the data-driven, you know, your, your calendar schedules and, 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 and the feeders, uh, that probably will take about maybe another two months before you go ahead and generate that online diagram with all the feeders, sizes, and so forth. Wow. Uh, that, is, that, the, is, that is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. so the the... Uh, I want you to make, or I want to make sure that you differentiate between the design time and the generation of the one line diagram. So the design time, yeah, it took about three to four months, uh, but the uh, uh, the 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 one line diagram, you know, to generate the one line diagram took about about. Uh, 15 minutes or so. Wow, that's amazing. So that 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 is that is real real design world savings when it comes to the tediousness of creating a one line diagram. Um, so I, I also know that you are excited at, at PowerCalc. You're, you're excited to tell us about something new that you're launching, and I think it's your new industrial package. So kind of. Tell us a little bit about that, how it's different, what does it include, and what's entailed in this new industrial package. I mean, I already know that you do quite a bit for the commercial, residential, healthcare, and, and again, uh, people that want to visit the website again, it's powercalc, P-O-W-E-R-C-A-L-C dot C-O. We'll see all of the stuff that it does, but what is what is new with this in, industrial package that you're offering? Yeah, we are really very excited about that. And since we introduced our cost 
uh, and our clients, uh, you know, the, the interaction between us and, and, and our clients, uh, we recognize that there is a big need for what we call it the industrial package, uh, which will be launched uh, at the end of this month. And right now it's under the beta testing uh, with really good results so far. And the, uh, we will uh, announce the, the, the launching of it on our website. Like you mentioned, it's powercap.co, P-O-W-E-R-P-A-L-C dot C-O. What is different about it is now we uh, included uh, at the motor control center that you can actually design a, an MCC. Uh, motor control center by the designing the individual uh, uh, loads, uh, the, the, the electrical motors, uh, by designing or uh, coming up with the size of the NEMA size, whether it's a NEMA 1, 2, or 3 uh, for the motor starter. Uh, also, you can select the, the type of the motor starter, whether it's across the line uh, or reduced voltage. Uh, or uh, uh, variable frequency control, uh, all, all these different types of motor starters. And as you know, uh, the say if it's across the line uh, for the same, if, I, if I'm designing, you know, a 50 horsepower, say, uh, electric motor, and I need to design, design the, uh, the motor starter. Uh, so if it's across the line, it might be a NEMA 3, uh, but if it's a reduced voltage, it might be a NEMA 5. So, and then these NEMAs uh, will occupy a certain space in the MCC. It's always been also a tedious job for us, both the design engineers, to come up with all that. Uh, so I'll have the proper number of uh, what we call them, the buckets uh, or the boxes in, in, inside the MCC uh, and how many columns and, 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 and that sort of thing in, in the MCC. It's a very tedious process. So we managed to automate that. Uh, so, again, give me the horsepower select, uh, of, of that motor, select the type of the, uh, uh, motor, uh, the, the, the motor starter, and then it will go ahead and suggest to you what is the NEMA starter and the size of it, and go and draw the, the, the motor control center and give you how many columns you need uh, and the space that you're going to need uh, on the wall or inside the, the, the electrical room. Uh, and uh, with also with, with the industrial package, now you can have a, a the emergency generator, uh, backup generator, uh, or uh, if you have a, uh, a paralleling switch gear, uh, that you have multiple generators, or also unit substations, uh, multiple unit substations, dual-ended uh, feed. Uh, most of the manufacturers and the healthcare uh, will have uh, two services, if you will, coming in into, into the uh, facility uh, for redundancy. Uh, so if one fails, you switch to the other. Uh, so that's between the uh, hospitals and, and, and healthcare and also some of the big industrial uh, facilities uh, because, you know, Downtime is very expensive, so we end up uh, having multiple uh, generators or multiple uh, services coming into the uh, uh, into the facility. And again, all that can be generated with the same three inputs, uh, and then you go ahead and interconnect all these uh, components together. Uh, if you need also a tiebreaker between the two uh, switchboards or two MCCs, we can also specify that. So we're very excited about it. That is going to really cover a big or a bigger spectrum of our industry, uh, the construction industry, uh, including the industrial facility, healthcare, uh, manufacturing facility, and that sort of things. Wow, that sounds amazing. So that's in the that's in the beta. So that comes out again, which we're recording this here in February 2020. So. Uh, that comes out. That is the the industrial package that kind of builds on the impressive PowerCalc platform. And so, 
of the audience, the target audience that we are at, I mean, we're engineers, we're designers, we're, uh, wouldn't you say it's even beneficial for electrical contractors, especially those that do their own design in-house? I mean, in Texas, uh, electricians, for example, the licensing in Texas, they have just as much right to design a building as a PE in the state of Texas, and it happens in many other states. So the, the people that can benefit from this is very broad. I mean, we're talking engineers, designers, technicians, uh, electrical contracting owners. Uh, all of those, this has a, this can be very beneficial to them. That, 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 that is true. And to add to, this, to, to the list that you just mentioned, also facilities uh, managers. Oh, yes, uh, definitely, definitely. Yes, the, uh, which uh, is used as a tool really for the facility managers to know exactly what they have and what they don't have. Uh, it also helps. Uh, we work with American Express uh, facility here in, the, in Florida. Uh, we map the, the power distribution system uh, and we have it on our database, uh, the, the company database, uh, to help them to make a decision uh, if they want to expand, if they want to add loads in a certain department or a certain floor. Uh, so as part of the due diligence, they actually come to us and say, hey, I'm moving uh, this particular department from the third floor to the fifth floor. Uh, can I do that? So all we have to do is just access the database, take a look at the loads that they're going to shift from the third floor to the fifth floor, and we give them the yay or nay or give them an estimate how much it would take them uh, or what needs to be done in order for us to be able to support that particular a department is moving from one location uh, to, to another. So it's a, also a very good tool for facility managers. Right. Uh, now, the just another statistic here, which I, I was really surprised when we started running the, the, the statistic on our clients, the highest number of users get food between the electricians, uh, electrical contractors, general contractors, facility managers, and engineers. It was the electrician. Wow. There you go. It's the highest use. Yep. So. so with that said, James, where can people, I believe they can get a free trial, right? I mean, they can go to the PowerCalc website, powercalc.co, and they can actually get a, 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 a free trial and, and try this out for themselves. That true? That is, that is, that is true. Uh, just go to the, our couch.co website and click on the uh, free trial button. And all I need from you is just really your name and your email address so we can connect you uh, to the uh, to the uh, to the site and generate what we call it the container that's going to contain all your uh, prospective projects and and, and uh, uh, project that you are going to be designing. Uh, and it's free for 30 days. Uh, and then it's up to you if you want to convert it into a uh, subscription on a monthly basis or a yearly basis. You get, if it's on a yearly basis, you get, a, I think, a 10% discount. Uh, but I'm not, I don't send, all I send you is a reminder that your. Uh, uh, subscription of uh, the uh, uh, the trial subscription is about to expire, and you need to give us your credit card. We don't ask for credit cards uh, upfront or anything like that. It's only when you want to extend your trial uh, or convert it into a uh, an actual uh, package. Uh, so, and you you get really the full package. Uh, it's not a teaser or anything like that. You get everything that we talked about and more. Uh, don't block anything, any functionality or any calculation uh, to force you into uh, buying the, uh, the system from me. Wow, that is awesome. So, hey, we, you know, I'm sold. I, again, I teach people all over the country how to do these calculations. And when they get out there in the real world, and I teach a lot of engineers, this seems like the way to go. This reduces errors. This is cutting down on your time. Time is money. Accuracy is important. Uh, and this program is here to do it and um we're excited that we had you on to the show and uh, we thank you for for coming again for everybody out there 
uh, who, who really wants to simplify the design process and, and these calculations, these tedious, tedious calculations uh, in the real world, uh, not the one piecemeal that we get on exams, but the real world out there where these things get done, this is the software. Again, you can go to PowerCalc, P-O-W-E-R-C-A-L-C dot C-O. Uh, James, thanks for being on the show, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, everybody will visit the website and get that free trial and sign up and really simplify uh, how you do your designs and, and all the calculations that are involved with that. Again, James, thanks for coming to the show. Thank you very, very much for inviting us, and we're looking forward to everybody accessing the, the, the website and learn more about PowerCalc. There is a lot of information on our site and a lot of uh, uh, how to save money and how to do it better. So uh, thank you again very much for giving us this opportunity to introduce PowerCalc to you and to your audience. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. For everybody out there, thanks for listening to Electrician Live. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to tune in every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. To learn more about electrical aspects, electricians, electrical engineering, and all those things electrical, again, my name's Paul Abernathy, and thank you for listening to the show. You've been listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul 